Peace and blessings, everybody, and welcome back to the Heritage Hip Hop Podcast. This episode, we are going back to New Jersey. That's right, hashtag NJ Hip Hop right here. And we're going to give you one of the best new voices in Jersey that you have not heard that will soon become one of your favorite artists. We're talking to D Bridges, and we're talking about his album, Forgot About Dre. Make sure you stay tuned. This episode is brought to you by Transparent Credit Repair, the superheroes of the financial and credit repair world. If you're looking to give your pockets a little more room to put some more money in, besides your stimulus check, maybe you want to beat the odds, contact them at 862-250-5122. Start the summer right and you're after corona life right with more money in your pocket. So once again, Transparent Credit Repair, 862-250-5122. Now that we got that done, Stay tuned for the interview, and I'll come back with the rest of my commentary. Peace and blessings, everybody. Welcome back to the Heritage Hip Hop Podcast. And I have somebody on here that if you've been watching the platform, you've seen him before. Now we get to talk to him more exclusively. Introduce yourself to the people, please. What's good, man? I go by the name of D. Bridges, man. That's right. That's right. And D. Bridges was on Heritage Hip Hop in the Cypher interview with I'm a, um, so Stephen Xavier, and now yeah. we get the man by himself. So, how have you been doing during this quarantine COVID crisis? Hey man, I, I'm a essential worker, so I'm just out here still working, man, just staying safe. That's all. Well, other than that, though, I'm I'm cooling, man. Well, on behalf of everybody out there that knows that you're taking a risk every day, thank you very much, and we salute you for your service and making sure that the American economy and the american people are still moving forward and not sitting still going crazy i definitely appreciate it man all right so let's 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 talk a little bit more to my man d bridges who not only is an active mc and active in the community you got a project out that people need to need to check out yeah yeah definitely man well let's talk about forgot about dre what 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 was the process of making this um and making this album, and um, how long did it take you to do it? Um, that project, I, I probably start working on it around 2017. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I had a few, you know, I had a few setbacks which prolonged the process. Mm-hmm. Then I went through a phase where I just was like, yo, I'm done with music completely. Mm-hmm. Then I bounced back, like, nah, I can't let this go unfinished. So, you know, I had that. I had that in the works for a good, you know, three years. And, you know, for me, I feel like with music, it's all about time. It's just because it's done don't mean it got to go out right away. You know what I mean? So I just, you know, was putting a lot of finishing touches on it. it. That's actually not even the original album. That's the second version of the album. The original version was a whole list of completely different songs. But, you know, I had an issue with one of the producers that produced 95% of the first one. Found that he wasn't producing a lot of the songs that he was sending me the tracks for. So to avoid me even getting into legal battles with anybody else who might have produced it, I just scrapped the whole thing, linked up with a couple of other legit producers, and and took it from there. Mm, Okay. Well, the album was definitely worth the wait because unlike most of the hip-hop we get today, which is vibe-oriented, you really tell a couple stories on here that bring the listener into your world. You know what I'm saying? And um, salute to you for doing a, a, a like a listening party with some of your music and some other MCs as well. Because yeah. that really got to show people the depth of you and the music that you write. Like you said, 
when it comes to pain music, your pen, you say, is unequal. Mm-hmm. Well, let's look at the cover of the album. Is there any significant story that you want to tell me about the cover of the album? Nah, not really, man. The, the, my man who did that album cover, he actually been doing my album cover since day one. Out of, hold on, let me tell you right now, 4, 8, 12, 16, 17. Out of 18 projects that I put out, he's only not did two of them. Okay. So, you know, I felt like, you know, I'm not sure if this is my last album. I'm not sure if I'm going to do another one after this. I don't know what the future holds. But I felt like I needed to go back to my man and be like, look, I need you to do it. He was like, yo, just send me a bunch of pictures. I'll come up with something. He asked me, did I have any ideas? And I, I put all the trust in him. I was like, yo, I've been dealing with you for years, man. So I'm going to put my trust in you and let you be the creative force behind this one. And he sent it back to me the next day. Like, yo, this one I came up with. I was like, yo, don't even change nothing. We good. Mm. I, I saw the Boys in the Hood shirt, and I sort of forgot yeah, about Dre. And I was like, hmm, what are we talking about right here? Because I mean, the anybody, anybody who know me personally know. Mm-hmm. I start doing music because of NWA, first of all. Mm-hmm. Second of all, I actually got the NWA logo tattooed on me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that it, it did have a little significance because that's kind of where I got my whole inspiration from. Mm-hmm. So it is a significance between me having that shirt on for the cover. But even even the even the subscript, the lower third on the shirt said, increase the peace. And forgot about Dre's a, a mental battle between not only you and your story, but the listener and the MC giving the direction. You want to say anything about that? Um, nah. I just I always feel like you know when it comes to the music, if you don't have a story to tell, you're gonna keep creating the same song over and over and over. I always feel like it, it has to be a balance with music. I'm not saying you know to the artist that's out now, don't make the kind of music you feel good making, but I always feel like to an extent, you got to be able to reach the people. You got to be able to get the people something that they can feel. That's called emotional depth, and that's what a lot of people don't use when they make twerking music. I'm not saying that you can't, but the stuff that we turn up to or they play in the club is really not something that we really get thought-provoking, um, thought-provoking music from. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, going from the album, let's just talk about a couple of tracks, if you don't mind. Yeah. Let's talk about. Let's talk about. I'm good. What was the? What was uh-huh. the? What was the motivation behind I'm good? I'm good. I just felt like with that song, I could give them some sort of pain and some sort of story with uh-huh. today's sound of music. You know what uh-huh. I mean, I felt like, you know, I don't want to give you the same, you know low-key piano beats with drums and all that. I felt like, let me give them something up-tempo, something that they could bop to, and still get my bars off on it. Yeah, yeah, because I, I, I'm good. It sounded a little trendy, but not only was it trendy, it also was like a gut punch because when it when, when you when you, when you get hit in the stomach real good, you know how you lose your wind and you got to sit down and catch your breath? Mm-hmm. Sometimes, sometimes a song with good lyrics make you sit down and catch up to it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's what I kind of got from that song, and I'm good. And plus, we from Jersey, so I'm good means like seven different things. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> so then when I saw the title, I'm like, okay, like where are we going with this? And even even from it, you know what I'm saying, as you go into the, um, more songs, it made sense because it fit the narrative of the album. You know, yeah. um, 
one song that um really stood out to me was cut from a different cloth. Why don't you oh, get some man. background to that and really and really go into that? <laughs> I cut from a different cloth to me, me personally. I would say that's probably my second favorite song on the album because okay. that's just something that I, I'm not going to say no names because I, I did the song and I felt like I did it in a tasteful way where though I'm not disrespecting nobody, but I'm venting and I'm getting, you know, my feelings off of my chest about a certain situation with, you know, somebody that was close to me and I felt like, yo, you know, certain situations went left because of X, Y, and Z, but I'm still here. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that that's pretty much, you know, a, a personal joint that I just felt like I had to vent and get that off my chest. I want to ask you a question because that song is, is more than a song to me. It really cuts to the heart and hits home because too many, pe- too many people and too many instances in society where men of brown skin are making moves, it seems like the people that's next to you have ulterior motives to your success. Why do you think songs like this are the songs that stand out and mean so much to so many different people? I feel like that because a lot of people feel certain ways about situations, but they they scared to speak on it because of the repercussions that might come with it. Mm. And even with me, I'm like, yo, certain people close to me might know exactly what I'm talking about on that song or might know exactly who I'm talking about on that song, but... I felt like I did the song slick enough for them to probably listen to it and be like, oh, no, nah, this is just a song. He's just talking his talk on it. I mean, but that's that's a real joint, and that's really, you know, a real situation that was a, with dealing with somebody close to me. And I feel like, you know, certain people, you know, probably listening to that like, yo, he talking that same shit that I just went through with my homie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, I try to give people music they can relate to. That is that that like I said, pain is one of the most pain is in the original formula of hip hop, unfortunately, because we had to lose to break a culture of something out of nothing. And that nothing is so many things put together. It's more than financial, it's also trust. You know, and, and even in today's society where you have groups of people get together and then they break up. And then you feel like it was a trust issue. It was a money mm-hmm. issue. You got people who are on the street who hustle together. And as soon as somebody gets some money or they get like a female, <laughs> it's like it goes out the window now. It's like, you know, you're doing better than me. Yeah. I mean, keeping it real with you, I, I, that, that song hit me because I see it so many times and in so many ways, especially not only with men, but women are just so... I don't know. The, yeah. the, the opposition is the opposition is crazy. And speaking of women, tell me about the Vapors. That seems like a homage song. <laughs> Vapors is just. I, I'm gonna keep it real with you. Vapors is probably the oldest song on that album. <laughs> okay. Like that's that's the only song from the first version of the album that I did that I kept. Mm-hmm. And I only kept because I it, I felt like you know it's just. To me, it was it was a fun joint to record. A, a lot of women liked it, not mm-hmm. realizing that I'm talking about them in the way mm-hmm. of they don't want to get down with dudes because they at the bottom and don't want to be there to watch them grow. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I also got the inspiration from the Biz Marquis song, originally. Yeah. That's the homage. <laughs> yeah, I know. And, 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 and like so, I said, and, and most people don't give homage to hip-hop no more. Like, 
No. I mean, we, we're at a time where hip-hop is like 50 years old, like, just about, you know what I'm saying? And, right, 50 years, Hummer's like 50 years old now. And, like, sometimes it's good to just, you don't got to remake a song, but it's good to just throw something back. Like, I was just talking to Rampage, and he did the Helm, um Cool Like That again, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, sometimes man, when you do that, that's my six-year-old daughter's favorite song, man. Yeah. Well, yeah, hey, man, she got, she got a new song she could listen to. <laughs> and, and, she actually did a. She recorded a rap to that beat. Oh, you need to put that out. So how about everybody? Page. <laughs> I gotta send it to me because so everybody hops in the jeans. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That 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 greatness is in the jeans. It's not just acquired. It's 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 bred. You know. And, yeah. and that's what I mean. Like I said, great albums hit you where where it hurts. It hits you inside and i mean open letter is something that really hits inside why, why don't you talk about that track i mean to anybody who heard the album and heard that song it's pretty much self-explanatory but that's honestly with me trying to build a relationship back that i'm trying to build with my biological father now after mm -hmm. you know not being involved for so so many years that was just my way of, if I had to write a letter to him, letting him know how I felt, that was mm. the letter that I wrote to him. Mm. Yeah. You see, um, I'm at a loss with that song because so many of us are so hurt about parentage. Whether we know them and we don't, we don't grow that cookie-cutter life where things are easy. Or we don't know them, and you still long for that connection. Relationships yeah. and connectivity are the basis of what melanin people, melanated people, are bred on. Because our society is always about family, togetherness, trust, equality, and closeness. Yeah, and even if you listen to the song, it mm -hmm. tells you, like, look, yeah, this is how I felt about everything. But if you listen to the song and you know really pay attention to it. That's my way of telling them also, like, look, this is how I feel about everything. But at the end of the day, as a grown man with kids, understanding certain situations, this I, I forgive you. you know what I mean, yeah. because I always feel like, you know, every, everybody make mistakes. Ain't nobody perfect. Yeah. And um, like I said, going into the, 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 the track, open letter seems like, the basis of the entire album because it all is an open letter to your your um you're looking to hip-hop how you translate yeah. hip-hop from your soul to the listener what was the most important record that you put on that album probably that one to okay. me that to me that was probably the most important song on there because I, at, at 37 years old that's how I was feeling since I was five years old. Wow. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about the the song that 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 kind of offshot the tempo of the album, and that's uh, "Let the Beat Talk." Oh yeah. Let Let the Beat Talk. A lot of people said that kind of gave the album a different feel, a different direction, but that joint was actually. A song I recorded probably two, maybe three years ago, uh -huh. and I kept the hook, but I rewrote the man. Um, you know, I got my little bro on there, Rusan. Shout out to him. That's the right. only feature I had on the album for True. personal reasons, as far as a rapper. Mm -hmm. Only put him on the album because I felt like, yo, 
when I first really start taking music serious, I start taking it serious for him. So I'm like, for this to be my, you know, first real album, because anything else I did was like mixtape material and all that. So like, mm-hmm. let me put my brother on here, let him get his shine, because you know, even with him, he went through a lot to even still be able to rap. Like a lot of people don't know, he got shot 19 times. Yeah, I heard you know about mean? him. So exactly. for him he to still. Yeah, so for him to still, you know, be here, be by my side, whatever, whatever move I make, and still be able to support me, I'm like, you know what? Let me. I'm only putting him on here, and I'm gonna get let, let him get his shine on. Like, and we actually wrote that song probably 20 minutes before the session started. Wow. But it was just the chemistry me and him got in the studio. It's like, yo, all right, let's knock this out. One, two, three, boom, we good. Well, shout out to him, and we're thankful that you're allowed, bro. So when you hear this interview. Bro. From Heritage Hip Hop, well, we salute and thank you for staying around. You know. Well, um, you said um one of the songs I picked was your second favorite. What's your first favorite song on your album? Uh, well, you know, o- Open Letter to me is 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 my personal favorite. Mm-hmm. Secondly, Cut from a Different Cloth, and mm-hmm. third would probably be Anything. Now talk about anything because that's a very interesting lineup that you put put together. Tell me about anything. I mean, anything is is pretty much just me flexing my muscle. Like, look, I I, I love women. I love females to death. Like, that's I love women. So mm-hmm. I'm like, let me let me get them a song that they could listen to. And be like, oh, I feel like he might be talking about me on this song. Like, oh, I feel like, damn, this is what I want my man to say to me. You know what I mean, so I felt like let me put something together like that. But I'm gonna still keep it lyrical. And I'm going to still have a wordplay in there just to make it fly. So that was pretty much just the whole idea with that. I just wanted to get a female something that they could pop to. So do you realize on your album, the things that you real, that you picked as your favorite was about love, loyalty, and connectivity? Yeah. Why do you think in today in hip-hop that's not cherished or celebrated as much as you celebrated it on your album? I just feel like it's not celebrated because everybody following the trend or everybody following the wave of what's out now. Like for example, when you posted that um that list, that little video list you posted. Okay. And I responded to it. I said, Look, every artist on there it sounds the same, except for the two that we already heard of. I've never heard of none of them other guys, but mm-hmm. everybody sounds the same, same content, same beat, same tempo. Even the same look in the videos. So I'm like, yo, that's that's not me. That's not what I represent. I represent, you know, giving people that music they can relate to, giving people that music they can feel good to, giving people that music they can really listen to. Well, that's our fault. And I'm going to tell you what I mean when I say our fault. As an artist, I don't think y'all understand the power of the media. And as the media, I don't think we understand the responsibility we have to uphold the artist. Let me tell you what I mean. Let me explain that before we go forward. Yeah. As, an, as an artist, y'all distrust the media. Let me tell you what I mean. World Star Hip Hop seems to be one of the biggest medias, right? But if you don't got $8,000, you can't get on there. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But in New Jersey, y'all have medias, but y'all don't reach out to the medias to promote y'all stuff. Then as the media, this is my issue I have with the media in Jersey, which I am a part of, so I'll put myself on the line too. We don't fight to put y'all where y'all need to be, and we just go with, like you said, the trends, 
or we just go with what's popular. Like, Heritage Hip Hop was not made to be popular. That's why you don't see me do the things other people do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, and this is not about promoting me. It's about the culture. It, it's really, it, really, it really comes down to if you really want to be known, you have to network with those media outlets. If you really want to be known, the media outlets got to do their part to put you out there. And like I said, as a media outlet, I feel like I shouldn't have to go to an MC and be like, yo, you got, a, you got a project out, let's do an interview. Yo, you got a video out, why I got to look for your video? Send it to me so I can put it on the website. I got people yeah. who watch, you got people that watch, let's grow each other. And, and, and with that, we have other people controlling the narrative. Because I think the person that made that list isn't even from Jersey, which is interesting. No, I, I, I don't think so. But, but see, once again, that comes to controlling the narrative. On your album, you control the narrative with pacing and staying in your pocket with being realistic. We said on your last interview, D Bridges is that fly dude on the block that got something to say that most people will miss if they don't pay attention. Why should people mm-hmm. pay attention to you now since this is your first real album and you were in the mixtape junket? I mean, I, I just I feel like people should listen to it now because if you, you know, follow whatever I did in the past, it's, it's a growth. Like, you can hear the maturity in the music. You can hear the growth in the lyrical content. And a lot of people don't even notice that, you know, I could rap my ass off, but I ain't cursing out one time on the whole album. Why use the word nigga on the whole album? And I don't even know if people even really listen to catch on to that. Hello? No, I'm here. I'm here. Oh, yeah, and I, I, I don't even know if people listen, you know, and, and caught on to that. And I haven't done that in over 10, 12 years of doing music. No, but most people are not going like, to catch it. No, most people are not going to catch it because they want to do They want to bob their head and catch the vibe and not listen yeah. to the lesson. Master Killer had one of the most quotable hip-hop lines in hip-hop history that a lot of people missed on Triumph. And he said, the deaf mm-hmm. and the dumb are intrigued by the drum. So people yeah. who are deaf, who can't hear the lyrics, and dumb, who won't speak the lyrics, they're just going to nod their heads. Mm. So you put yourself in an elite group of people who speak to the masses, not just make the masses move. Yeah, and I, I just felt like, too, with this project, man, I, I felt like I had a lot to say. I had a lot to talk about. I had a lot to get off my chest, and I, I feel like, you know, it's just, it, I felt like it was good music. I felt like it was good music that people could listen to, people could enjoy, people could be like, oh, damn, he talking about something I really just went through with the homie on the block, or I remember going through this with my biological father, or, you know, just the way I'm feeling about my shorty right now. Like, you know what I mean? So I just felt like I, I try to make it a well-rounded project, but I try to stay, you know, true to myself and true to what I feel. What is your goal with this album, and where do you want it to go? I, I'm going to be real with you. Like, my goal for this album, I'm not going to say I, I hit my goal already, but I feel like I have hit my goal to an extent because I always said I would rather not sell a million streams or whatever the case may be, but if I could get somebody to reach out to me and say, yo, bro, certain song on that album really touched my heart or something you said on that album really inspired me to me that means more than anything and i've had a couple of people reach out to me like yo you inspired me after listening to that or yo you said something that made me want to go make up with my father i mean so to me stuff like that is worth more than anything word 
But now for this part of the interview, we're going to introduce the cheat code. And the cheat code is you have a limited number of people listening to it, and if the album is so impactful, why not spread it further so more people can get enticed and touched by the lyrics to go make their lives better. Why you don't have to have a million streams, but why not put it out there? It's like it's like on it's like on Madden or or, or or like a game that you play where you build your character up. Okay, you met that goal, but then what's the next level for the same thing? Well, how do we do it to that next level? I mean right now it's just, you know, I'm I'm actually working on, you know, the whole placement, the promo and all of that. You know what I mean, but I, I had a lot of stuff set up for it. Like I had a lot of shows lined up for it, a lot of I had album release party lined up for it. I had like I had a lot of stuff planned for this album, but everything got shut down. And I was going to wait until you know all of this is over, and then put the album out with the release parties and all of that X Y Z. But I'm like, you know what? If people stuck in the house, I might as well give them the album to listen to. Hey man, just put some money behind it and promote it, man. That's all you gotta do, man. Just every yeah, month, definitely. every month, pick a state, pick a region, and just put some money behind it, man. That's all you gotta do. Like it's 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 deeper than that, but that's the beginning. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All right. So before we um finish that out, you know you gotta talk about one of my songs, man. What's my song on the album? You remember? You, oh, you don't remember? That's my song, bro. Talk about that work. <laughs> Talk about that work. Hey, listen, man. I'm, I'm going to keep it real with you, man. I actually did not like that song at all. Oh, I didn't I like it. the song. I didn't like it when I recorded it. I'm like, it's cool, but I was like, Yo, it's kind of, it sounds kind of dry. Yeah. But when I performed it at Lincoln Park, yeah. I was forced to perform it at Lincoln Park. That's not the original song I wanted to rock at Lincoln Park. All right, and what happened when you performed it? I was forced to perform it. Uh-huh. So, you know, I performed it, and the response I got from it when I got off stage, I was like, oh, man, they like this song? you damn right we do. People, and that's why I tell people sometimes, like, yo, what you might think is the best song you got, the crowd might not think so. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Some people be like, yo, this is my hit right here. I'll be like, yo, weigh your options first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't settle on just that one song, because that is definitely not the song I was going to perform. The DJ forced me to perform that song because he played it, and I told him to play something else. Mm. God works in mysterious ways. But, you know what's funny? Yeah, you know what's funny? Was actually, though, that that song was actually Nipsey Hussle inspired, and I don't even know if people really caught the feel and the vibe of the song. But if you listen to Double Up on the Victory mm-hmm. Lap album, and then mm-hmm. listen to that song. You'll hear what I'm. You'll hear how I said it's Nipsey inspired. All right, but see, here's the thing though. Rod Digger said the same thing you said. She said, "Remember the song Showdown on Dirty Harriet?" Yeah. She said that beat she hated, and her manager said, "Look, sometimes you got to go out of your pocket to spread your wings." Mm-hmm. And Showdown was one of the songs that impressed most people because it was an offbeat, and she killed it. Yeah. So, so yeah, man. Like you know, you're right. Never sleep on yourself, because no matter what comes out of your creativity, you never know who it might hit or how it might hit. I mean, yeah. I mean, hey, hey, bro, think about this. We just had the RZA and Premier um, battle, right? And a lot of people talked about how Protect Your Neck was the first single Wu-Tang came out with, but Method Man, the B-side or the, or the other song, was the one that popped and hit and took them to the, to the level. 
So you never know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, well, to me, that album, that that album right there took me back to my childhood. That I mean, that battle took me back to my childhood. I was sitting here listening to this like, damn, I remember what I was doing when I first heard that song. Because to be real <laughs> with you, like, I grew up listening to, to N.W.A. Cube and Dre. That's all mm-hmm. I grew up listening to. I okay. didn't really get into New York rap until Wu Tang and Nas. Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna ask you a question. Where does Appetite for Destruction land on your um <laughs> top NWA song? Oh no, that's my shit, man. <laughs> that's my yo. Listen, man. Can't nobody tell me nothing wrong. Nothing wrong about NWA, man. I don't care what you say. That them. Those are my dudes right there. I know it sounds weird because I was born and raised. I'm born and raised here, but that's where I, I first start listening to hip hop at. It's not even, weird, man. You know, even with the Chronic album, sure. You know, I, I've been looking for it. I'm like, yo, why is this album not on no streaming platforms? So the Doctor Dre deal with Apple. <laughs> yeah, so Shorty, so Shorty hit me like, yo, you know. You know the chronic about to drop on um, all streaming platforms. I'm like, get out of here! So she sent me the screenshot. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, word, finally. So I told her, I said, listen, when this album drops, do not get in the car with me for at least two weeks, cause that's all you gonna hear. <laughs> and she like, yo, and she like, but what's the hype about it? It's old. I said, yo, this album right here is what made me want to do music. I, I'm like, yo, I'm listening to this for two weeks straight. I still yeah. got the original CD from when the album first dropped. Ooh, that's good. But that's good. Hey, man. Because, you know, no, nobody walk around with CDs no more. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I'm like, yo, when this drop, man, and it dropped on the 19th. Yeah. I'm playing. 19, 20, no, 420, 420, 420. Not on title, it's dropping the 19th. Oh, well, you got title? Yeah. Yeah, shout out to you because I'm a title head myself. Yeah, title <laughs> said it's dropping on the 19th, so that's what's up. Hey, let's 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 get it. I, I feel and I, I feel like Dre picked the perfect time to drop it too. Yeah, because now, yeah. like, and think about it, it's probably gonna go platinum all over again. As long as he did the deals right, yes, it will. Yep. So let me let me ask you this question, because you brought up something interesting about that battle, and I want to ask you, who won? Oh man. I don't want to give the answer that everybody else is giving and say hip-hop won because, to me, I felt like, to a certain extent, hip-hop did win because mm-hmm. it gave a lot of people, a lot of the younger generation, a chance to really hear, like, this was the golden era of hip-hop. You know, this mm-hmm. was half, like, that was half of the golden era of hip-hop right there. So, but mm-hmm. me listening off a of personal preference, man, and everybody slept on them, but I think the RZA got them. Okay. And the only reason I, I say that, because it's a lot of joints Premier did that was fire, but he didn't play them. So how did you feel knowing that the RZA didn't play Triumph into the overtime? <laughs> I mean, hey, that just go to show that that was one of his most popular beats, and he didn't even use it the yeah. right way to yeah. to win. But I think overall, I, I think I, I, was, I was highly impressed with it. I just didn't like the sound quality in the beginning. True, true. True. You know what I mean? But me knowing the songs, I, I, I blocked, I was able to block that out. Like, I I know these songs. I ain't got to worry about what it sound like. So then, in the spirit of playful competition, D Bridges versus who? But anybody. <laughs> Uh-oh. 
anybody. I'm open. I don't know if you watch. I did the um, I did a song for song battle with with two other artists. I, 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 I mentioned it. I mentioned it earlier. I mentioned it earlier. So that's why I brought it back up. You you did a you did a song for song with two other artists, and I I reached out to them artists and said, yo, I want to interview y'all. One hit me back, but then interview, not interview, but just to follow each other. But yeah, um, yeah. I, I definitely that, saw that. That was that was that was fun. You know what I mean? Because it, it showed yeah. like a, a lot of and, and this is what bothers me about New Jersey. Because mm-hmm. we 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 so much in competition with each other, we take the time out to show love to each other and and you know let them know like, yo that song was dope. You might have got me on that round. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we we don't do that with each other. We so scared to show love because we don't want to look like, oh I'm a fan of his music, so that means he might be better than me. Nah, I'm just a fan of good music. I'm gonna take it a step further. I'm gonna just say a lot of people are still slaves. Cause they want to follow a dead industry that doesn't even act the way they act anymore. <laughs> and we'll close it. And we'll close that on there right there. So anything you want to tell anybody in reference to your album, following you, anything you want to plug, you can do it right now. I mean, you know, you can follow me on Instagram at D Bridges Music. You can follow me on Facebook, Dre Bridges. The album is on all major platforms. Again, it's called D Bridges. Forgot about Dre, spelled exactly how it sounds. And, you know, just listen to the music. If you like it, repost it. Hit me up. Let me know your favorite song. I'll repost what you posted about it to show you some love and all that. So, you know, just just keep the love going, man. I definitely, you know, want to say this to everybody who has listened to it and gave me feedback or posted it, shared it, liked it, commented, whatever you did for this album for me. I humbly appreciate it, and y'all, it, it, it makes me feel good to know, like, yo, the music is being appreciated. And there it is. I mean, we look forward to hearing more of your music. We look forward to, uh, we look forward to more, because you said this may be your last album. Well, hip-hop will miss a, a, a very unique gift if you stop making music, but follow your heart. And let's get your music played not only on phones, but let's get it in arenas and venues because it is that good. Man, so, I definitely appreciate that, man. Oh, no doubt. I mean, we keep our word. Heritage Hip Hop is the one platform where you can spread your wings and let your voice be heard. You know what I'm saying? And shout out to everybody out there in the media from Jersey that's actually doing it big for other people. We appreciate you just as much as we appreciate the artists. You know what I'm saying? And um, with that being said, make sure you follow Deep Bridges on Instagram and all social medias. Make sure you buy the album. But if you have to stream, because I know finances are a little tight right now during this COVID, please support the brother. Listen to his music. Make sure you follow Heritage Hip Hop all over and follow our website, www.heritagehiphop.com, where we're free me- we have a free membership platform where you join our website. You get Heritage Hip Hop Playlist 3. You get a member, our members-only page, which is exclusive mixtapes and, uh, and um, um, projects that people have put out that you can download free from our site. And if you want to support us, we have a store, storefrontier.com forward slash heritage hip hop, where you can get our New Jersey hip hop apparel and our heritage hip hop apparel. So everybody yeah, out there that's looking. Gotta, I definitely got to do that and get one of them t-shirts too, man. Yeah, I want one of your brand too, because you got a brand I like to support. Oh, shout out to Choice. You got to shout out Choice. Yeah, man. Shout out to my bro Choice, because he, he, he be keeping me fly with the custom clothes, man. And we be coming up with some crazy ideas, and we just say, look, we just going to throw this on the shirt and see how I do. And... We ain't never missed yet. No, nah, y'all haven't. Because so like I said, some of, so some of the colors y'all got it crazy. 
Yeah, so shout out to Choice, New Fan Custom Cave, shout out to Skedaddle, Dosage Customs, but we all work together though. It's two different companies, but we, we all, you know, under under the same thing, man. We all working together. And that's so what's shout up. Shout out to so. them brothers too, man. If y'all need anything custom, hit up at your choice, Y A C H O I C E on Instagram, Jimmy Choice Smallwood on Facebook. So if y'all need any custom clothing or whatever it is, man, reach out to that brother. He definitely one of the best at it. And side note, Heritage Hip Hop has a comic book and anime community called Blurred Hop. All y'all blurs out there that like hip hop, Choice made a fly Dragon Ball like varsity jacket. Y'all need to get one of those. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just to put it out I there, because that. uh, that's my brother, Choice. I respect Choice highly. So we want to make sure when we plug, we plug everybody out there that's doing it big. So everybody out there listening to this interview, we out of here. So once again, we say peace. And we out. Once again, thank you for listening to the Heritage Hip Hop Podcast. This is Karev, and I want to thank my guest, D. Bridges, one of the more pronounced voices in the New Jersey hip hop scene right now. Thank you for coming on the show, bro. You are very much appreciated. And to everyone out there listening, make sure you check out his album, Forgot About Dre, available on all music platforms. You can stream it if you like, but if you really enjoy the artist and you want to support them, please purchase it. Take out a dollar for the single or pay the whole $10 for the album. It is worth the listen. Before we get out of here, we want to give a shout out to the people who support us. Right now, we have the Truth Behind Bars Freestyle Challenge. Drop a black and white video with your best bars. Make sure you DM us on our social medias at Heritage Hip Hop on Instagram. And we'll send you the chosen beat. We're using Benny the Butcher's Black Soprano Family single, The Mob, beat as the backdrop. Also want to give a shout out to Fatty's Place, who is celebrating all the ladies in the industry that do music. That's F-A-D-D-Y-S-P-L-A-C-E, Fatty's Place, on Instagram. Our partners in crime. We have Lex Diamonds and the Diamonds Entertainment LLC. That's D-I-E-M-E-N-Z Entertainment LLC on Instagram. Fire Jaws, one of the most prolific rappers in Jersey, especially on a on a on, on a faithful hip hop tip. He has wildfire marketing. So if you're looking to get your song please promote it at a proper rate, you could go see him. And also, we're brought to you by Transparent Credit Repair and Transparent Space. Be sure to follow Heritage Hip Hop on all social medias at Heritage Hip Hop. Also, we have a free membership website for people who love to hear new music, see new videos, and be exposed to new artists. Our website is www.heritagehiphop.com. If you'd like to support us and wear our apparel, our store is www.storefrontier.com forward slash heritage hip hop. We have facial masks, t-shirts, sweatshirts, all types of apparel for you to celebrate the brand. But the most important thing is we want to celebrate you, the hip-hop culture. Whether you do graffiti, sing, dance, art, teach, maybe you're a civil servant, you're into politics, or you're into the spiritual life. You are a part of hip-hop. Hip-hop comes from God and God gave the world you. So that's why the world is precious. So everybody out there that's been affected by coronavirus and COVID-19, our hearts go out to you. And for everybody out there that's losing loved ones, you keep their love alive and it always exists in love as long, as long as you live. So may the Most High bless them and bless you. With that being said, 
We're going to get out of here, but make sure you stay tuned because we got more great interviews with great guests, foreign and domestic, coming to Heritage Hip Hop. So for everybody out there, we say peace and we out.